2: Well, welcome to Face to Face for another uh, episode. I have no idea what episode we're at—twenty-three uh, to the power of two, maybe. I think something along those lines. But okay. I didn't know math was going to be involved. Yeah, well, a little math, a little math. There may be questions later. David Mary is here with us today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yes, Dave. I'm, I'm wired now after our coffee, uh, pre-interview coffee. Excellent. So, uh, so maybe I should have done like a baseline study and interviewed you
0: before the coffee. I uh, know. i like to have. After a,
2: and we could compare the. Two. I have
0: the heart rate of a hummingbird.
2: I hope <laughs> that's all right. I am
0: wired. I'm wired, wired. David, You know, me. excellent. Excellent.
2: So, uh, David and I are friends. We've known each other for a long time. We've uh, we've uh, worked uh, events on stage together. We've um, collaborated in many things, and we've just kind of hung out over the years. And so, I'm thrilled that he's here. He's a he's a comic. Uh, he's a magician, he's a card player, he's a scratch golfer. He does a lot of things. Uh, I've written articles about this guy, and there's still stuff that I'm finding that's bubbling to the surface after 20 years we've known each other? At least, yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. You know
0: what? I'm not good at one thing. Like, It's one of those classic scenarios. I'm not good at one thing. Yeah. I do a bunch of stuff okay, Yeah. but uh, I know you, you've you've known me forever. I, I got my hand in about 8 million things. Yeah, see, so, okay, so jack of all trades, master of none is not
2: a phrase I would use with you. I mean, so you're a card player, maybe right. your life. I made your life, made your living gambling well, for a while. Yeah,
0: didn't yeah. I guess you know what? I'm Golfer, I mean, we're talking about. I was a golf professional. I mean, you know, and anyway. I,
2: I think we've golfed once, and it right. was frankly, you know, it was a comedy show, wasn't um, it? Hopefully
0: not from my end. <laughs> no, I don't think it was from <laughs> I don't your remember you. Uh, well, wasn't I, yeah.
2: it you and I, David Ben and Matthew DeSerro? God, it might have been. I think it it might have been a, a million foursome. years ago. Yeah, yeah. A foursome. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you're a great golfer. You're a talented performer. you get funny guy. You've got, you're have got you inventing stuff. I'd love to. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: the same neck of the woods where you are. I mean, you, you invent stuff, you think stuff yeah, yeah, no, up, and then yeah. you uh, then you go off on your, um, being, you know, the, being the, well, you invent things as a wordsmith, as a word. Right. So, right. yeah, no, right. we're all in the same game. So tell me a little bit more about that.
2: Are you a comic? Are you, uh, as a performer, let's yeah. focus on that for a few minutes and then maybe go to the creator, but
0: are you a comic or are you a magician or, or, or does one take precedence? Right. Um, you know what? Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm, I'm a comic. Um, a lot of people, you know what, I, I was lucky to find out or really early on in life that I had some sort of really bizarre little you know, gift. Um, and when we do find out that we are, I, I guess, natural wits, uh, very few people you know, learn to harness it so they can do it for a living. Um, at the same time, not many people want to necessarily do it for a living. But I found out, uh, I guess when I was 18, that I was going to take a really, really good, earnest run at it. And so I found out very early that I was um, that I had some sort of a comedy chop, comedy muscle, and have kind of developed it ever since. So first and foremost, I'm a comic uh, above and beyond being a magician. If someone were to ask me what do you do for a living, I tell jokes for a living.
2: Right. Yeah. So you'd rather you'd rather make somebody laugh than actually
0: f- than fool somebody. Twofold. Yeah. 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 But you're also very good at fooling people. Uh, I try to be. Um, I think, and you and I have talked about this because God bless your little heart. You wrote that great article that we eventually got into that uh for magicians that magic magazine yes. called magic magazine yes but uh we did talk about this um i as soon as i saw the movie the sting okay. that is the that, that was the clincher that was uh, the uh, okay. that was yeah. the deal maker um was it paul newman yeah it was it was paul newman on the train when he was doing the stuff with the decker cards and he flipped over the ace shuffled them flipped over the ace shuffled them um that was it that was an aha moment i went that is what i want to be able to do so I've always had a bit of a gift, and I can go into a little bit of background about that. I think because my, my grandfather was hilarious. Okay. And I think that's probably where it comes from, my mom's side of the family. Do you
2: think, do you, do you think so, you, so it sounds to me like you're saying com- comedy, I mean, the phrase you used was bizarre gift. Is it a, is it a genetic thing? Is it, it passed on, or is it something that you learned because you were living in that, you know, in that, environment. that environment?
0: Interesting. Um, you know what? I think the germ of the uh, gene uh, is passed on. Yeah, I think there's something inherently funny in people, Uh, but like I said, whether you develop it uh, or whether it comes to its full development is, I think, up to the individual. I always made people laugh in school, uh, being the class clown, but I I always knew how to harness it. I wasn't just a guy, you know, yelling at the back or... Actually, we had a guy... There was one guy that was hysterical in school. He used to bring Lindberger cheese in Tupperware. And he'd burp the corner and blow it around the room. It's it was like a, a, reference, like a two references Lindberger you know, fart. Lindberger and Tupperware in the I know. same sentences. It's so rarely used together. That's right. Like Vaseline and Top Hat, like That's we talked right. about. Um, so, I, you know what? Very early on, I, I realized I had some sort of a gift. And, and I'm, I'm going to say that it's gen, uh, genetic. And um, uh, I, I guess as far back as God... Maybe grade six. Uh, I started harnessing him. Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it comes. You know, I've studied philosophy for years, and you have these nature-nurture debates, right? Are you born a, a, a criminal, or you know, do you pick it up along the way? And I don't think it's either or. Right. Right. It's got to be a bit of both. Sure. So you're kind of because you you know the phrase you've used the phrase twice harnessing. Mm-hmm. So so maybe a lot of people are walking around with this kind of a gift, but they right. don't just. They don't channel it in the right way. They don't nurture it. They don't water it. No. Is that fair?
0: Uh, It's very fair. But uh, having said that, there's no reason for people to harness it unless you're going to do it for a living, debatably, right? Right. So it's interesting. Uh, If I walk down the street with six of my high school friends, um, I will be the one that typically makes them laugh. The other guys will get out the odd gem, but... Um, just by walking down the street, I see things differently. Yes. Uh, And that is just, be it good or bad, just years of uh, harnessing it. Yeah. So what I I try and do is is I, I don't go looking for it, Dave, but I find funny in stuff because that's my occupation. So um, now it's, I mean, you know, you're recording this in Toronto. I mean, this is, you know, they, they got to throw a At the a,
2: Browser's Den of Magic, no less, for the listeners there. who are
0: in within a 60-kilometer radius. Um, but uh, what I was going to talk about is, um, you know, they got to throw a, a tent over City Hall. I mean, that is, it's hysterical. It's right. a circus. Yeah. I mean, the Ringling Brothers, as I refer to them, um, you know, to me, it's almost, that's like T-Ball. The jokes come we're way too easily. We're talking about the Fords. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I know. I, that's I what I was so. saying because we're in Toronto. you are <laughs> sure. recording this in Toronto. In uh, the fact that it's it, it is. It's like two ball. They,
2: they didn't. Fa- they haven't. They can't find the video now. Have no, you no, heard no. that? This no, morning's no. news is well, none that spotted. That's, bought it. It. that's sure. right. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had lunch with um, you know Mike Buller. Right. I was oh, yeah, out yeah. with Mikey a couple ni- a couple days ago for lunch, and, and and he said, well, you know what? Word <laughs> on the street is that the Fords had bought it. And I go, well, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. But anyway, so the point being, some. You know what? I, I love to um, find funny in, in in stuff that's right in front of us. Is it noticing the little things? Uh, you know, philosophers
2: say that all philosophy begins in wonder. And I've been thinking about wonder for years. And as a magician, I've been fascinated by that moment. You know, you vanish that coin. Of, oh, you know, there's right. certain magicians that you and I both know, Jay Sankey, Gary Kurtz, and others. And you go, wow, yeah. that's A, what I'd like to do. Yeah, yeah. But more importantly, I'd like to feel like that most of the time. You know, right. that wonder moment. And so with my kids, five and seven, we look at the moon and bugs. And I know it sounds corny, but we really do. And I, I see this in their eyes and right. how they're experiencing things. And is that what you're doing as a comic And no, when you say you notice things differently than your friends? Because I think um, poets do that. Sure I they do. I think writers do that.
0: Of course. Um, scientists,
2: you know, of same, course. same thing. Y-
0: you know what? Okay, let's uh, let's narrow it down to, um, let's say a, a musician. There are only what? Seven notes? Is there seven notes? Right, seven notes in a scale. I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. Um, or a writer. Um, or a writer. Or me, uh, a comedian. There are only so many words. What I'm trying to do is connect the words in such a way that nobody's heard them together before right right um, not unlike notes of a song right, you know right, right so I am taking observations I'm taking notions I'm taking thoughts and then I am arranging the thought uh, into a um, really a, uh, I guess a logical um, um, either um, notion or, or observation and then passing it on and I'm actually you know doing it to get paid so i keep referring to it i've I've learned to harness it there is no need for anyone to harness it that doesn't want to do it for a living but um and when i do say harness it my my sister used to bug me because i I, I would be uh, you know on all the time i was just going to ask you It drives people crazy so now i've learned to harness it so so your
2: family uh your kids your wife your so on they, they don't get sick of you no Because you're not, yeah.
0: It was my sister that said, you're an idiot. You're an ass. Shut up. (laughs) And so I looked back at it. I went, oh my God, I always, I I am. I was always trying to be funny. Right. Where now... You know what I do? I just do it when the, when the spirit moves me. Right. Or I'm getting paid at 9 o'clock to entertain my IBM Right. over right. in Amsterdam or something. Right, right. right. But now, I, um, if I'm out with friends or we're at a cocktail party, I'm funny when I want to be. So can you be Can you be serious? Oh, God, well, we are right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a few references here and there, but... Not, not... Wait a second.
0: You're saying none of this has been funny? <laughs> right. Nor recorded. I so not wee Wait a second. Um oh, I can be serious. In fact, yeah. I love the art of conversation. Kath and I are having a... Uh, Uh, kick-ass dinner party this uh, Saturday and we have nine couples coming there are 18 of us and so I mean it always ends up because people really get into the glue so there'll be lots of drinking but I love conversation and my close friends know uh, being a comedian you're going to get a good conversation out of me not today but um (laughs) I I think we're
2: already nine minutes and 22 seconds and I haven't
0: gotten a laugh I smell refund like I said (laughs) um so uh, (laughs) a lot from a free podcast uh, (laughs) This is free? That's right. Anyway, um, so I love, I love conversation. And actually, you know what? When you perform, especially when you perform comedy, um, you, uh, when you get your chops in and you get uh, good at it, you have to know that silence and non-funny will add to the show. The, the moment in between. You got it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it can't always be uh, at a 45 how, how degree angle?
2: See, this is kind of where I'm, I've enjoyed doing these podcasts and continue to because I like taking something like this that's seemingly pretty impractical, interviewing a comic, right? To and saying, well, hang on. Tell, so tell me more about those moments, those silences, the harnessing. I mean, those are really interesting, practical things that you can apply to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. How has that played out in, in, in the real world for you, the silences, whether it's been in your golf or your writing or your your marriage, yeah. uh, You know
0: how you treat your kids and so on? <laughs> Oh, there are a lot of silences. We're talking about the marriage and all the golf references. Like you know, if if I I I wake up or like you do, you get a little you know you get a feeling a little um, amorous. Yes. And if you get the cold shoulder, uh, that's a frost delay. That's also known as cold shoulder at five forty-five (laughs) a.m. That's we call that a frost delay for golf. (laughs) That's right. Um, uh, What was the question? Uh,
2: the, the, were- the, the, the 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 moments, those delays, yes. that 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 in yeah. between, you know, when you, I mean, as a as a performer, I've certainly noticed it as well. I, I think a little right. differently than a comedian because right. you get that silence, then the delivery, actually, boom, the laugh is bigger, right? You know, you know the, Dave, impact.
0: Well, the impact. Well, I'll be right? honest with you because um, I was so concerned about getting laughs before um, that I didn't know it was a uh, key part of performing. And something that's actually needed in performance, especially in comedy, because you can't go up at a forty-five degree angle for the whole show. It can't mm, start out at base zero-zero right. uh, and go up to ten-ten. More up-down. more It's got to go down? well plateaus, plateaus, right? Plateaus, yeah. plateaus. I yeah. certainly want the the whole evening uh, to climb, and uh, you know, hopefully, climax at the crescendo at the end of the show when you got all the you know the, the bells and whistles. Yeah. However, in your in regards to your uh, I guess overall analogy and your question about life, I'm. I became a better performer when I realized that the the quiet moments are actually very important, um, in in performing and in uh, life in general. I'm actually, you know what? You you, you become a better performer uh, when you realize that.
2: Well, and it seems to me, and I I, I didn't come in with this uh, thinking I was going to ask this or pursue this notion, but I think you're probably even going to notice more then, aren't you? I mean, you're going to notice things in the audience, maybe how you're reacting. Right. Uh, could open up other doors, other right. possibilities
1: for
0: you. Well, you've seen me perform, and you know just by speaking to me that I speak quick. Yep. Uh, I wrote for Dangerfield and Joan Rivers. Very rapid oh, performance. Oh, yeah. Boom-ba-da-boom-ba-da-boom. Yeah. Boom, boom. yeah. So.
2: Just so you know, and I've told you this dozens of times, yeah. but I'm going to get it on tape. Yeah, yeah. You're one of the few people that's actually made me cry. Oh, good. Okay, good.
0: So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and
2: that's just, and that's pretty hard to do for anybody. But yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, and
0: you know what? Ne- never yeah. a higher somebody, compliment. Yeah, that's right. It's somebody in in the business as well a to some compliment. degree. Yeah, well, but. so look, I um, I, I think uh, from my end, I became a better performer when I learned to relax on stage. Um, and your question was, you know, because my my act does clip along; it clips along very quickly. And I used to rush to get to the punchlines. I used to. Uh, I I never was comfortable with the quiet. Now I have learned how to perform. I became the best performer that I could ever be the night that I learned how to relax. So uh, the pauses and the, um, you know, you're asking me, are they important? Oh my God, actually, because I'm lucky, my mind works very quickly. And, uh, you know, I got the Rolodex and just, it goes and stops at the line that is needed under the circumstances. Um, I now find that my shows are, far better because I do have a quick mind. I'm slowed the entire pace down, which makes my pre-advanced thoughts that are coming up even better. Right, right. So I've slowed the pace down. My mind is still working at the same speed. You said it it was a night. Was it probably a series of nights? No, it was a night. It was a night. It was a night that I actually got up on stage. Uh, I knew it was going to be an awful crowd. This was down at a comedy club, downtown Yuck uh, Yuck Yucks, a comedy club, a million years ago. And uh, the crowd was awful. They were awful, Uh, I was watching from the back of the room, as one would with uh, all the other comics, and I went, oh, God, here we go. So I got up on stage, not really caring. And uh, when I got up there and they bought the first few lines, I was lucky. I took a crowd that was really, really bad for most of the guys up till then, Um, went up with the attitude, like, I I know it was going to be bad, and I didn't care too much, and you know what? It was one of the best shows ever, and it was a revelation, because... uh, I had a different attitude. There wasn't so much riding on it that given evening.
2: Right. You kind of went in knowing, okay, this is not going to end well anyway, (laughs) so why bother putting that much into it in the first place? You bet. And yet, uh, without saying that you went on, uh, you were just in drive or in mm, gear, you had enough chops and enough experience
0: to still pull it off like a pro. Does that make sense? Uh, It does. Um, You know what? I have uh, two gears. I, I have the one that I clip along at normally, and then if I have... A reason to try and get it into second gear uh, it can get going pretty good right and that night uh, there was no pressure It wasn't like the regular uh, sh- Pressure of a show where you, you go up going. Oh my god. It's a killer crowd. I got to do well I got to do well yeah. They were so bad by me watching at the beginning that I went oh, there's no pressure here Right, and that was the night that I learned how to relax and the value of it and then ever, ever since then I've gone into it with the idea uh, of making the audience um, make make the audience think that I don't care. I remember reading years
2: ago. I think it was Thurston or Blackstone who used to stand in the wings just before they were introduced at a show, or somebody like that, a pretty high end performer many years ago in vaudeville, who would close their eyes and go through sort of a, an exercise of a sort and say, "I love this crowd. This is going to be one of the greatest shows that I've ever done." Wow! And walk out. You know, paraf- yeah, yeah, para- yeah. No, no, no. I have no idea if that's what they said, but it's an interesting idea, and this idea of kind of coming down a little bit. Meeting these folks on their level and saying, you know what? These are real people. I'm going to make them laugh. I'm going to entertain them and go out and then do it. Do you do anything like that? It's like, you know, you so you had this one great night where yeah. you realized you needed to relax and chill.
0: Uh-huh how do you do that now? Do you- uh, now, um, I've, I've always backed into the funny. Um, I have said to the world that I'm a comedian and I'm a funny guy. I have said that outwardly to the world. Not 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 that I'm, I'm a funny guy, but when you say that you're a comedian, you have said to the world of that course. you're a funny
2: guy. Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: So uh, the odd thing about uh, a guy that gets liquored up at a party and is funny to his friends and a guy that has to, like I said, fly to Amsterdam to entertain IBM at nine o'clock um, the difference between the two is that it, one is very regimented and you have to be funny. The other one is just, uh, you know, you can be liquored up and, and, and uh, entertain people at a party. So what I did is I uh, took uh, some of the, I guess, the, um, uh, the, things, the ingredients that are needed to make people laugh when I realized on that one night mm-hmm. that one of the main ingredients is actually composure mm-hmm. and relaxing, that was like a revelation to me. So that was the night that I actually became a better performer. I realized, and I realized what made that show good. And that was the fact that I went, wow, I'm so relaxed here. I have to recreate that nightly.
2: So you knew it at the time. You didn't actually look back? I did did look back. You did look back. And I said, okay, "Okay,
0: why was that so good? Because they were Uh, awful before. right? And then I made some notes and I realized what it was. And then I have taken that information uh, and uh, have lived by it ever since. Because um, I still try to back into the funny Okay. And when I say that, let me qualify that by yeah, saying, yeah. well, by saying that, uh, I have said to the world that I'm a funny guy. But if you go out um, to perform and you go, okay, how much am I going to kill him tonight? That is the kiss of death. <laughs> I try to back into the funny every right. night. Right. I know basically the outcome of the show, Dave. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the day that you think that you have this licked, you are toast. So are you? Are you ever? Are you ever still surprised that you did well? No. Not, not at all. Okay. Very calculated, very... You okay. know how much I yeah. work on yeah. my oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think you'll agree. But luckily, I'm not, I, I've am i just been doing... It. I've done s- just under 7,000 shows. I have like a 97% hit rate. Yeah. One or two times a year, I'll still bite it. And yeah. I never blame it on the audience. Some of it will be me. Some of it will be the audience. Some of it will be the the room setup. Yeah, And yeah. I never pass the buck, and I say that it's not me. So, um, what I try not to do is um, ever think that I have the world by the tail because that's when it'll come up and bite you in the ass. Sure, sure. I have learned many, many tricks to do it nightly and hopefully at a fairly high level. Um, yet last thing you want to do is get complacent with that thought. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about the connections, you know, you talked about the Rolodex right. and about how fast your mind works and so on. And I want to talk about the connections in all what I would say the disciplines are that you're in golf, gambling, creativity, writing, comedy, etc a garden gardening do you garden uh <laughs> or cook or I have something a gardening like. bra a gardening a gardening yeah, bra don't ask okay. uh, I love to garden who doesn't love the garden yeah I don't actually no no, no. I put gardening up there with shoveling the snow right um, rope burn yeah, yeah rope burn yeah that's right about it yeah um so so tell me about those connections a little bit maybe creatively like on stage is that just something that you know you've read a lot you've seen a lot of film you've experienced a lot so therefore you're funny because now you've figured out how to make this this mechanism works. Well, whatever that
0: mechanism. is. That's a is. great question, Dave, because it is a mechanism, and you know what? I still am a little mystified as to how my mind works. See, it this is. is what it I'm is an to get odd. It's, it's that odd. nature nurture thing again, right? Well, so maybe there is something. I'm going to tell you something, and this yeah. may be odd to you. Every once, in, I, I shouldn't say every once in a while. Um, I what I try and do is get out of my own way. I have the biggest giggle, maybe once every other day, I will have an idea that makes me laugh. And I go, wow, I am sitting there and I try to take my, my thought, Dave, and my, my, eye, my eye view and kind of come out in front of me and go, it's God, good. Jesus, Murphy, that was hysterical. So what I'm saying to you is sometimes I am mystified by the gift because it makes me howl and I am thankful that I uh, have the power to think of stuff that quickly. It makes me howl. Um, and every once in a while, I'm taken aback by it. So I never take it lightly. You know, people go. You've you've had a good career. Are you going to give it up uh, soon or what have you? And not really. It's not my job to give it up because uh, I was given this thing. I got to continue to do it as long as I'm healthy. Because, touch wood, I think people get a, do, a do get you, a, Do you do it because you love it or do you do it for the money? Um, uh, I do it because I love it. Uh, I just happen to be able to get paid at it and, and <laughs> right. quite and quite well. Right. So, oh, um. <laughs> um uh, I do it because of the love. You've performed. My God. Yeah. You haven't gone up as a stand-up comic, but when you do go up as a performer and you kill, my God, you get bitten by it. It's a it's, bug. It's it a is drug. A bug.
2: It can, it's a drug. It gets in the system. Without a well, doubt.
0: there's stuff that's in, and released into your uh, uh, yeah. bloodstream, and yeah. and yeah. so forth. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's cathartic, too, if you feel like hell. Yeah. It's funny because if you are feeling bad, many times, I just did a tour of um, Canada, um, well the last one was a 33 city thing and sometimes as you know you're just not up for any given evening and I'll tell you 2 minutes into the performance it kicks in you go wait a second yeah, and boom yeah, off you yeah, go it's good that, stuff yeah, yeah. How,
2: did, how did i miss the mark um
0: yeah. well and the mark was just uh on your way from the wings to the microphone mm-hmm. and then it kicks in mm-hmm.
2: nice um so what so what is the thread
0: uh-huh.
2: gambler card sorry card player no. slash gambler golfer
0: gardener writer comic what's the thread um interesting actually let me think i'll I'll say one of them um bobby jones said this one of the best golfers of all time you know are you familiar with the name bob bobby jones i'm not okay no he's one of the best amateur golfers actually the best amateur golfer that ever lived and he said that uh, anything that is worth doing is worth doing well Mm. and i don't do like you and i talked off the top i don't do many things but the things that I, um, the endeavors that I uh, take up, first of all, I absolutely love, and second of all, I, I'm uh, driven, uh, possessed. The things that I do, uh, do I will get into with both feet, and I will continue to do them until, in my opinion, I have them quote unquote quasi mastered. Right. So, uh, magic, I loved it as a kid, and uh, you know, to, to this day, I still won't show a card trick on, on, until it's actually flawless. Um, golf, one of the debatably one of the hardest sports that's you know that's around, uh, I, I fell in love with it. But I think the nature of the damn game, it's so imperfectible, so many moving parts. Um, and then uh, again, I think the mental aspect of gambling, you know, I play poker semi professionally, uh, played uh, blackjack on a team when I was uh, 20, and I've written a book on roulette. Um, That just, I think, is a byproduct of me working in uh, so many casino settings over the years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I also love to use my mind. And so my background is statistical logic and uh, and probability. And uh, with the card magic uh, tossed in, that's how I got into doing gambling demonstrations and then eventually meeting uh, this guy, uh, Igor Kazishin, who came up with a modern-day blackjack system. Hmm. So there's the connection. But it's all mind-driven.
2: Mind-driven. sounds to me like there's... um you almost you have a love for precision i do so I, i've golfed five years i gotta say there's nothing quite like getting it all right and watching the ball land on the green it's amazing whatever 120 yards out those par threes i can And land even if you don't green.
0: play too often occasionally you can look up and hit a golf ball like a world-class professional oh absolutely
2: yeah and you would get and that's what kept coming that's back the to very the game, charm of the game learning a new card trick i mean i haven't performed uh close-up magic in Quite quite a while for money. I haven't been paid mm-hmm. to do it for for several years. I was in Thailand recently and ended up getting into a poker game with a buddy of different guys, expats, and nobody believed see, a poker me. Poker
0: game in Thailand? <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus I Murphy! I know how this ends. I know.
2: Well, actually, you know, you're back. I didn't not know how it ended. Well, you should see the scars. <laughs> yeah. God. So, a uh, good g- group of guys, and I kind of went in, listen, guys, you're going to have to walk me through this. I really am not a poker player, you know. And they're Plain loving it, yeah, this. They're right. loving this. But then, of hey, course, it comes out. let's get the out, Canadian back. <laughs> that's right. Then it comes out that I do a bit of magic. Right. And that was, I mean, it was all fine. It right. was just a good group. And I ended up doing a card trick afterwards. And there was something about the setting and just everything about it that really worked. That's fine. Um, but But my point is that here I haven't made a dime performing for several years, and yet last night... I was working on a new card Mm. trick while my wife and I were watching the Rick Mercer show together. Now, can I ask you a question? I love the precision of it. I love the, yeah, of course you can, but I I love the work behind the work. I like well, the mechanics. I like the history of knowing.
0: You, you bet. Know, I had this thought. But you're day. a historian and a. Uh, it's true. You've explored, it's true. The, you've explored the art form. You're not a guy, a guy that goes into um, uh, you know, a, a, the magic store with a Visa card and, and says, I'm, I'm in, in show business.
2: Right. I'm on my way to a birthday party. I need but, something. For so the let's chat about yeah. this very briefly. My yeah. question,
0: it's not really a question, but a, I think something that you'll. Well, let's see how you react to it. My theory is that. Um, I don't necessarily like the practice and I don't necessarily even like the modem or or, sorry, the modus operandi. What we like is the, um, the overall outcome. I think we do it. I do it. Um, for the reaction that it will mm. eventually get mm-hmm. is that fair mm-hmm.
2: I think it's very fair that, yeah. I yeah. don't
0: like do I like the hours of car of, of practice not necessarily but knowing down the road the outcome that's yeah. exactly yeah. why I do yeah. it yeah
2: yeah well I yeah and I don't know what it is either I think you know we touched on it very briefly about this it gets in your system but that's not very specific but you know it gets in your blood but this idea this moment of creating uh, maybe it's knowing something that somebody else doesn't. Maybe uh, as a kid, I was so deeply insecure. Magic allowed me to become not the life of the party, but I was able to I found friends this mm-hmm. way, et cetera, et yep. cetera. Right? And so there's some sort of connection there that mental, psychological, it's spiritual, it's whatever that says this is a good thing. This, this, I'm, right. I'm now affirmed as a result of this. Right. I'm, I've been accepted into this group because I can do something with a pack of cards that and, people think is and amazing, you know what? Maybe right?
0: Dave, there also is. A- you know, it's almost odd, but maybe there is something to it that, you know, I can do something that you can't do. Mm-hmm. Maybe, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. if there, It's a little more deep-rooted. deep, deep rooted. Yeah, And then well, I, I, so. I have some sort of thing that I'm about to show you, and you have no way to explain it. Um, and you just sit there and bloody well grin and bear it. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. all you know yeah. we're not showing off however we have some sort of a skill there that um, um, is not widely seen and uh, it's inexplicable to the guy that's about to watch it. It's funny tell me something
2: you know you, you just mentioned uh, not widely seen so so magic seems to and I think we'd both agree it seems to be to some degree from a societal level undervalued oh magic it's 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 it's, it's photography it's a trick photography it's me- meant to be seen in a in a theater and so on, and it, that was a hundred years ago, the golden age. Right, we're we're way beyond that. When now, it was right? a theatrical right. experience, uh, a two-hour awesome.
0: full evening show.
2: Can you imagine? Right, but you and I would, our mouths would drool if we watched. I think into a you will agree, years ago,
0: that uh, it gets a bad name because of the hacknoids that do it,
2: the hacknoids that do it, the the cliches and so on and so forth. However, get into a setting where you've got three or four people who you would call sophisticated or educated or professionals. You bet. Nine times out of ten, they love magic. I'll tell you what. Um, it's really interesting to me. There's a paradox there. I agree. You know, I have weird. Uh, you know it's who loves it? has got
0: this cheesy sort of, Well, uh, you know, let's uh, Right. However, know, feel, um, uh, under those parameters, though, uh, it's how it's presented. Yeah. Oh, it's who for it's sure. presented to. Yeah. yeah. I find if I'm doing uh, my regular stand-up show uh, at uh, a corporate event and people know that I'm a close-up guy, I quite often will float around during the cocktail hour to do close-up before. Okay. And you know who loves it the best? Uh, the IT guys. The real, you know, uh, ma- quirky, oh my quirky God. The guys that, And they look. go, and if you completely teabag them, they go, what in God's name just went on there? And those <laughs> yes. are my favorite. I <laughs> love that. They are pretty just, fun. They um, are fun moments. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you, you know, you're talking about uh, entertaining, um, uh, you know, perhaps uh, just, you know, people that like to think. Uh, the, uh, I think the the, the idea, one of the ideas I was getting at was some of the people that perform it actually think... Um, when they do it for other adults that they have some sort of powers and it's mm. lamoid. And, right. and when I perform right. it, you like, know, don't me. take yourself so seriously when I yeah. perform it, I am going to do something uh, to someone and I'm just, you know what it is? It's just an adult puzzle. Right, right. Um, I'm going to show you something and I'll show you the conclusion of it you won't be able to figure out how it's done because I've puzzled you um, but I am not claiming that I have any powers I am just keeping the the um, the, the secretive part away from you and it's just a nice puzzle yeah. and adults that are that love that stuff, they go, oh my God, I can't figure that out. That was terrific.
2: Well, and I think there is something, you know, back to come back, sort of almost back full circle. I think there is something tied to this whole idea of childlike wonder, as corny as that sounds. No, I agree. uh, There's more mystery behind the question than there is by the answer. Right. 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 And I think, think, you know, you can tell a lot about a person. Uh, One of my favorite things by the nature of the questions they ask and how willing... How deep they're willing to go, and I think that's the, the, hmm. the another circle, you know, the sign of a good conversationalist. So these nine folks or couples you have coming over, yeah, the ones that are, you're going to really, I think, commiserate with and resonate with are the ones that are asking great questions. I think, you know what? That's a, I think
0: I've never heard it quantified like that, and right. I think that's um, that's interesting. It's very interesting uh, in regards to the actual questions. Very good. Well, you know what? Uh, it's a talking- question. What did
2: Neo say in The Matrix? Uh, no, Trinity said it's the question that drives us. Another favorite quote great. of mine. Yeah. So good. That's
0: interesting. We well, well, yeah. see you r- reverse engineering there. Yeah. Why yeah. is it a good conversation? Potentially because of the questions that are people I think asking. Think so. It's very yeah.
2: good. So uh, I don't know. Was it a hundred years? We're in vaudeville. Um, uh-huh. Who Who are you watching? Or, or who are? Who are you emulating, or who? Yeah, from who, a million yeah. years ago. Yeah, who have you gone to see now for the sixth time, and you're taking notes on their performance? Ah, uh,
0: well, you when or when the eighth time when he was around, um, uh, George Carlin. George, oh, okay. Yeah, I saw George four times, debatably one of the best that ever did yeah. it. You know, um, and then uh, Louis C.K. presently, but you know he's not one of the old time right, right So we're getting back. Well, look, the, the reason that I got into comedy when I lived in Las Vegas, um, 1981. Um, my guy, the reason I got into comedy was for, because of Don Rickles. And I have seen him maybe three times live. It actually breaks my heart. One of the only things I've never done in entertainment that I wanted to do was to open for Don. Mm. Never met the man, never. And it still breaks my heart. So mm. I keep, I'm keep. i going to email him and I'm going to do whatever <laughs> I can to open for him one night. Well, At very yeah. least, yeah. chat him up. Yeah. I have an autograph picture. He um, knows about he's so me. Cool. Um, he's my guy. So that That's is the awesome. guy. When it comes yeah. to magic, Doug Henning? Oh wow! Blackstone. I, I was lucky enough to see uh, Blackstone Junior, not yeah. Senior. Um, yeah. uh, I have an autographed picture of Harry Houdini, and I know the weight with which that name, you know, kind of resonates. It sure does. Yeah. Um, and people hack on Copperfield. You know what? Copperfield debatably the best that ever did it. Yeah. Very affable, yeah. likable. He's funny. I mean, oh, he's
1: great on stage, hysterical. Yeah, and can,
0: he and I yeah. have had some nice chats, and he has taken a look at some of my magical apparatus that are uh well Damien right he right. came over and looked yeah. at Damien for those of your yeah, l- listeners listener. that don't know it's a robotic um animated well it's a it's a possessed baby in a baby yeah. car seat yeah. and uh, Copperfield yeah. was all over that one night when we were performing in Las Vegas together uh he couldn't get away from it I went oh my god he's gonna steal the idea <laughs> but he never did because it's so yeah. so unique right <laughs> well it's yeah it's not
2: the, really Copperfield in a way is no, it no exactly <laughs> so yeah, Linda Blair. Uh, <laughs> for um, those, well, if anyone that has it, seat, and there are
0: a lot yeah. of people. It, basically, I have a kid in a car seat. Uh, the blanket goes up
1: uh <laughs> when
0: I want it to, because it's remote control, and out pops this kid. He spins his head around twice with uh, eyes that are glowing red. Then he pulls his head back down into the case while I'm off stage. So that's it. But anyway, I <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to steal that. It is. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Uh, so let's talk. Uh, we're, we're believe it or not, we're coming near to the end of, of the interview. Tell me a bit more about the creative process. So, so a performer, you've been out on the golf course. You've done all these wonderful things from an experiential perspective. You you sell products to magicians and comics. You've got some great ideas that you've marketed and probably made a bit of money off of and and had a lot of fun with. And I'll never forget uh, ever. And I've done it a couple times, but the first time I walked into your basement, I know you and I have chatted about this before. And and your 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 the, the cross between the a butcher shop and a hardware
0: store <laughs> right <laughs> you know you mean my my workshop yeah your yeah, workshop, yeah
2: yeah you know and i'm well, you pretty, pretty sure came in there were body parts right i mean I'm i got sure arms there were actual body parts yeah, i don't no, know I, that they I, were just
0: uh, you know plastic right. i think uh, right yeah. well you know what i i, I love i absolutely love that the notion of uh coming up with ideas uh writing stuff I, I that's what keeps me going and you and i before the interview started we we, we chatted i'm like you love to write um, uh, so I'm in the middle of, I just completed my first screenplay wow. and you know what that means. Writing is not writing. Writing is rewriting. I mean, I'm in the f- middle of my fifth rewrite and I'm, it's nowhere near being uh, at the end. However, I did that last fall and I'm working on two TV projects now. So when it comes to the creative process, I absolutely love it. That's what keeps me going at the age of 51. Do I need to get on an airplane and do another show in Miami or in Las Vegas? Not, not really. Not really, but you will. Oh no, no, no. You I continue, continue and I love to, cause I have this gift. Um, is that the thing that's driving me now? No. What's driving me now is coming up with new stuff. And our friend Jay, uh, Jay and I are working on this project. And Jay working, Sankey. Jay Sankey, I'm sorry. Another, another magician. Yeah, uh, And we're working on another project. Uh, I have uh, my website is davidmerry.com, which is just my regular stuff. But um, I have several other uh, websites. One of them is I couldn't get uh, shitdisturber.com. <laughs> I wonder it's, why. So, no, it was already done. So I have oh, shitdisturber. Oh, no, I have shitdisturber.net. Oh, that's and so Jay curious. and I are about to work on filming these things. <laughs> uh, it's a guy that is, I you know you've seen my act. Oh yeah, I love to invent well weird quirky stuff, but I've also come up with some stuff that just kind of, um, you know, is just uh, wrong and no, uh, kind of going against some things in society. <laughs> like and more, so we're about on, to film like, these things called the ship disturber. No! Or no, no, no,
2: morally no, no, like a, no,
0: no. Well, just stuff that you kind of yeah you have to question. Like you know, say for instance, you know, Canadian. Uh, I, I guess I can say you know Canadian Tire. Yeah, yeah. When you go, say you were to go into Canadian tire and buy something for a thousand bucks, uh, and they give you Canadian tire money. So you take that thing out to the car, you take the Canadian tire money, um, you, you come in and you buy something with the Canadian tire money, um, and then you go back out of the car and then you bring in the big item and you return it. Um, we're going to film that. And I'm not quite sure what the scenario is necessarily if they want their money back or if they have given you these free coupons and they can't possibly make you give back the monetary value of it. I mean, you probably, you know, it might be written in in the small print, but anyway, that's the basis of the the shit disturber. And I have, this is bottomless. This is bottomless. (laughs) I love coming up with, so anyway, that's what, um, uh, that's. Uh and, and these two new T V projects that we're working on. Oh that's fun. yeah, one's golf related and one's magic related. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So one so, called so
2: so the the chit disturber is that's an internet?
0: Uh, it, Show? I, so I've just purchased uh shit net, and sorry, it will sorry be something actually, you know, what it's going to be just, just some really good kick-ass, fun, uh, demented videos yeah. that will be uploaded to, uh, that site. It's not up and running yet. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just strictly as another, I guess, a series of uh, properties that have come from the back of my tw- twisted little mind.
2: That's funny. But, For some reason, I just thought of a recent, um, an appointment I had with my GI specialist, but I'm not, I'm not really sure why, but maybe he could use the, 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 uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Troubling, troubling. It it truly is. So it's a bottomless, uh, 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 did you say bottomless pit?
0: It is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cause you know what? Cause I I don't stop thinking. I get up in the morning, I get up two hours before the rest of my family. I will go downstairs with my coffee and go over the notes that I've made the day before and I just get at it. I love to invent crap yeah um visually uh mentally Um. Uh, writing three different so properties.
2: you've so you've always you, this is be this is a way of life for you this is i mean it's a job it's something you obviously love it's a hobby it's a career it's a calling i mean you've you've kind of wrapped it all into the same thing mm-hmm. I mean, no 100
0: yeah. percent. that's a great analogy yeah yeah i yeah. uh, actually i guess i've been lucky enough to do that yeah um, doing the things that I love, uh, and um, that's also paying for the mortgage. It's yeah, great, yeah, really yeah. good. Creatively,
2: uh, is there anything you do? So you grab a coffee, you get up before your uh, family. Are there any other creative sort of uh, exercises, or uh, you know, is there a process that you go through, or is it the kind of thing I've asked this to a few people that I've interviewed over the last uh, three or four months? There's nothing anyone can specifically put their finger on and they say, well, you know, I run a kilometer and then I sit down with a, you know, an Irish cream coffee. I mean, it's not that specific. Right. It seems that they're kind of
0: always in the process of uh, creating. You know what? That's actually way more accurate for me. I used to, Dave, when I didn't have a, a show, an act, whatever... Uh, And I've gone through three different 45-minute or hour-long shows in my life. I mean, I'm I'm not Mm -hmm. doing the same stuff I was doing 30 years ago, 20 years ago. i love to keep inventing. Um, um, So the point being, I I don't need to come up with new material now. I mean, I still do. So I I don't sit down and write. What I do is I have my iPhone, and there's a tape recorder on it. And I will, uh, every time I have an idea... Uh, I just, uh, tape a quarter, uh, perhaps every two or three days, I will write those down on paper, mm-hmm. form them into jokes and they go in my next show. I have mm-hmm. one piece of paper that I call the one sheet. I bring that to each, uh, show and I, I have the new jokes at the bottom of it. And that's how the new stuff gets into the show. So it's just, uh, I stockpile, right. I stockpile whenever right. I see something, Good. uh, I, I like, I, whenever I have an interesting little notion, or if I think of an actual out now joke, uh, down she goes,
2: uh, we're just going to wrap up in a minute or two. But cra- craziest entertainment story you got? I mean, I know you got dozens, and we've shared some before. But is there anything bubbling to the surface that's uh, kind of uh, um,
0: right? Like that? Well, just, I mean, there some have been alarming. I mean, you know, a, a guy has Had a, had a heart too. attack. A guy's had a heart attack, and the. Oh, um, I think,
2: well, hang on, I'm
0: going to share a story. So I, I, here I am with a group of
2: performers, magicians and comics doing uh, at a co- uh, convention in, in Niagara Falls. And the baby that David was just talking about a few minutes ago uh, comes into the hotel. And I'm sitting oh, in a room with about eight or ten people. And I forgot. And I start to notice all this late at night business going on it's about 1 30 in the morning right. there's people sort of appearing in the lobby and what the heck is going on out there and i'll let dave tell the story but uh, we had apparently a terrorist in the god i, forgot. Something I forgot i forgot mean, well it awesome.
0: was it was numb nuts it was me it was yours truly that's right who had just per- finished performing at casino niagara at the yeah. comedy club yeah. and god i forgot this day so i brought <laughs> damien my possessed baby in and uh, was it New Year's? No, it wasn't New Year's. No, no, it was just a late night show. It was, a, it was uh, very late. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. So the magic conference was uh, well underway, and they were doing a late night session, and I wanted to join everyone. So I just came to the hotel. I had um, taken the baby to the, you know, <laughs> taken my, <laughs> my can... prop, because there is only one in the world. I, this can't be stolen. So I took it up to my room, and there was a lady in the elevator that went, and she was hammered. And she goes, hey, can, 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 I, can I see your baby? <laughs> and I go, it's, it, no, it's not a baby, ma'am. You know, leave me alone. And her boyfriend's just as pissed hammered you know these guys were lit up on something and so anyway uh, finally uh, you know i'm just i'm just trying to dodge these two people i mean these it was like you know these two were i think we're in a casting call from the movie shutter island <laughs> right. elevator doors open up just as i walk off they lift up the edge of damien and they see half a body of a baby and then the robotic mechanics below it and i don't know what they thought they thought uh, maybe i had a bomb or whatever and i kind of gra- uh, quickly grab it away go to my room and and so forth. So I, I come back down to join you folks in the uh, magic room. I forgot about this. And then, uh, oh, perhaps, what, two or three minutes later, was, bang, 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 uh, yeah. the guy that it was running, uh, the night guy at the, at, the, at the desk comes in and goes, uh, look, we've had a complaint here that there's uh, maybe a bomb in the building or whatever. <laughs> Didn't they, they all, actually get it? But he shit me? Did the <laughs> cop show up? The again? cop showed the up. The cop showed up. Yeah. Well, like, I go, re- oh, Jesus, lady, are you shitting me? Is this like Simon and Garfunkel? Or no, what was the guy's name? Uh, Simon. Uh, um, what was his first name? Simon, Simon. No, the guy Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, well, oh, the, Paul, Paul, and the Art, and, art.
2: Yeah, uh, Paul, Paul
0: Simon. Yeah, and the bomb in the, the, the baby. The bomb oh. in the baby. The bomb and the the bomb is wired to the baby in the in the carriage or whatever the hell it right, is. Right, right. Anyway, so. um I forgot about that. God. Bomb scare. David is bomb scare. Yeah, the bomb scare. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So So that's probably going to outdo my story. Well, I mean, I've seen heart attacks. I had a guy in the front row in uh, New York throw up. I guess the best thing that's ever (laughs) happened. Well, I I did the thing with the knife I used to do with the knife, right? Yeah. Oh, it was threw up because of something Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Oh, I see. Okay. He he clutches his hand over his mouth. His fingers are open a bit. And um, several different colored vomit came through his fingers. Wow, that's... Uh... And, you know, most people would feel bad. I went, Jesus, I'm just doing my job. That, <laughs> this looks apparently quite graphic. Did you get a quote from the guy afterwards? <laughs> yeah. And I guess, the, I guess I'll do this quickly. One of them was, um, I was performing in, uh, uh, out by the airport at a, at a hotel that was a union hotel. And <laughs> the dinner was... Um, we knew it the right the first time. The, the dinner was running late and unions don't like that. I go on at quarter to 11. The entire evening was supposed to be over by 11. Uh, at 11 o'clock, the boys start tearing down the um, stage behind me. Um, I obviously I obviously tear them a new asshole like a, only yeah. a comedian yeah. can. They back off, and they put the plants back down, and they put the piping back up. And I go, really? So, I mean, I had some fun there. I guess the, the weirdest one wow. was, uh, yeah. Taking
2: the stage down on you.
0: The weirdest one might have been uh, uh, when I was told to get off. I was being a corporate imposter. I was doing my act, but I was being introduced as a uh, the um, VP in charge of marketing from New York coming up for this investment firm. And uh, um, I got introduced that I was going to give a chat. Two minutes into the chat, I was going to say, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not here. We're just here for some entertainment. I get up there 30 seconds into it. All I hear behind me is, um, I don't care who he is. Get him off. And I kind of hear this. And I thought, what the hell? Yeah. And then, I, I hear it one more time. Oh. I don't care. I don't care. Troubling. Get him off. But ten seconds later, I feel a tap on my shoulder. And they go, Okay, Dave, you're uh it's all good. Off you go. And I'm confused, um, <laughs> bewildered, yeah. um, a little embarrassed, a I little would say, it was just odd. I didn't know yeah, what the hell just really odd, yeah. So anyway, the president had hired me. The CEO did not know this. And he goes, Okay, look, this guy's a comedian. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. He takes his jacket off, starts rolling up his sleeves. He goes, If you think uh anyone in my company and we lost thirty million dollars last quarter is gonna sit and have a comedian here. You got another thing coming, and then off he went. So that wow. that was probably the weirdest for sure. Wow,
2: that's yeah. a crazy weird. Isn't that story. Creepy? Yeah, it is creepy actually. And then I went up would to him take after him that
0: seriously. I went up to him after and I said, uh, anything? And he goes, What? I looked at him right now, you know, I said, Anything? Do you have anything to say to me? He goes, What the hell are you talking about? I said do you have any apology or anything i've been to this 30 years i've never met anyone that rude yeah. and he couldn't believe that i was saying it to him but you know me i yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i stopped giving a shit several years ago i said <laughs> i mean in fact that didn't even register on the i don't give a shit scale and so uh eventually he goes just get out of here uh you'll get paid wow, so often weird weird eh? Very.
2: Strange. <laughs> so maybe a warning for those of you looking to get into showbiz but uh anyway dave um thanks a lot uh Maybe we can do it again. I say that to every guest, just and if I get a smile, I, I put a, I put a little tick mark beside, beside you. I'll I'll be calling you in a year's time. We'll Did do, I give you we'll a smile? Do, we'll do a follow-up interview. But thanks a lot. A lot of great insight, a lot of fun stories. Um some really fun stuff, you know, harnessing uh the connections, being comfortable with the quiet. I think uh yeah, it's been it's been great and it's gone by really fast. So thanks, thanks buddy. for today. Cheers. And um it's uh dot uh, com or And
1: soon sorry, to be Shitdisturber.net. shit-disturber.net.
2: There you go. And look for the movie. Coming soon to a theater near you. Thanks, Dave.